0: Whether you're working a corporate job, side hustling, or building a business, Working Girl Talk is the podcast and community for women who work. I'm your host, Abby Zufeld, and I'm here to help you feel confident walking into the workday and to help you get excited about your career. Now let's talk. Hello, welcome back to Working Girl Talk. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is a busy news week, so we're going to dive right into today's headlines and then to today's topic. Let's go. First up, you know we always have to talk about it. I don't know how Working Girl Talk became the source on McDonald's menu, but here we are. So McDonald's has released another celebrity collaboration as we've talked about before. They've had collaborations with BTS, which i Definitely did a recap in an episode if that is your vibe. Go check that out. Um, They've done it with Sweetie, and so they do these collaborations. So the next one is Just in Time for Christmas with Mariah Carey. The coming Mariah menu, according to USA Today, will debut December 13th. And is a little bit different than the past collaborations they've done. It features a select free item each day through Christmas Eve. With a $1 minimum purchase on McDonald's mobile app. Honestly, this one doesn't seem as exciting to me. Because it's not really like a personalized meal. But they do say they'll have fun and festive packaging. Which, if you remember, that was my complaint about the BTS meal situation. Like I was like, where is the purple box for the McNuggets? So, there you go. Some mcdonald's news because that's where we are now next story from ad age twitter we've they've been teasing this subscription product for a while and now it is coming to the u.s it has finally released in the u.s we've talked about this a lot that they wanted to not only rely on ad sales for their whole profit system so now they are releasing a subscription product it twitter blue which is what it's called with a 299 monthly subscription offering that gives users access to exclusive features went live in early june but it was only available in canada and australia now it has been rolled out to the u.s and new zealand on tuesday earlier this week so now that is live personally i probably will not be partaking in this subscription but In case you are curious, that is happening and this potentially could be an upgrade and features for businesses that want to grow, grow their Twitter following and make money. So maybe for creators or businesses that have an idea to utilize it. So it could be potentially huge. Personally, I will not use it, but you never know if you are feeling that value from that subscription, you probably will. And next up from WWD, Ariana Grande releases her REM beauty brand. So she's been teasing this for a while, and she is now the latest celebrity making a venture into beauty with the launch of REM beauty. It has been two years in the making, and the singer teamed up with Forma Brands, the beauty incubator behind Morphe and Bad Habit, to create this brand. I am a huge Ariana fan, so I probably will be diving into this one. I will be partaking in this one, and I'm excited. I have always loved her perfumes in the past, and I feel like this is just an extension of that, and I love Ari's look. So yes, I'm assuming we're going to get some eyeliners because she always has the great cat eye. And next up from Inspire Brands, Arby's is getting into the vodka business. Yes, this is real. inspired by the brand's curly fries and the crinkle fries which are kind of newer arby's is entering into the world of spirits offering two distinctive flavors of vodka for the 21 and older arby's fans so these limited edition liquors are made by tattersall i think i'm saying that right distilling from high quality potatoes and distilled with ingredients that pay homage to the curly and crinkle fry flavor profiles the cur- so, the curly fry of vodka is distilled with cayenne, paprika, onion, and garlic. The kringle fry is a subtle tribute to its namesake, made with real kosher salt and sugar. I don't drink alcohol in general, so honestly, these sound pretty wild to me, but... If that is your thing, I mean, vodka is made from potatoes, so maybe it really isn't that big of a step. And next story from CNBC, the electric vehicle startup Rivian began publicly trading this week. They raised almost $12 billion in its initial public offering, and the IPO is the largest on a U.S. exchange since Facebook in 2012 and the seventh biggest since 1995. So some people are saying that they are gonna be in a position to challenge Tesla. They are a little bit different because they are focused more on the truck market. That's where they're going. And the company has a huge backing from a lot of established firms. So Ford owns a 13% share, Amazon owns 20%. And that is what really piqued investor interest according to CNBC because Amazon placed a contract with Rivian for 100,000 delivery vehicles through 2030 and that is it for our headlines as always we link every headline in the show notes when you're on apple and spotify and you scroll down you see this week's headlines you can click read more about them because i do want to give credit to where these are due this is just a quick summarized version of these headlines to help you walk into the workplace knowing what's going on out there and let's talk about today's topic I recently posted a reel on Working Girl Talk about staying late. It was like leaving right at five, and like you feel like such a rebel, but it feels good. And I got a lot of responses, and I was like, we need to talk about this and discuss this concept because why do we all struggle with this? Have you ever been asked, Oh, can you stay late today? Or you think to yourself, oh, just one more task and then I can go. And then you look at the clock and it's well past 6 p.m. The classic end of the workday is 5 p.m. for most of us. So it's like, wait, why did I just stay this late? In a post last updated in 2020, Amerisleep polled 1,188 workers, 90% of which stayed late at work by at least 15 minutes and 75% say they've had a job that asked too much of them. So if you feel this way, I know this is a small sample size, but you are definitely not alone. We all struggle with being asked to stay late or feeling like you're not getting enough done and there's always something to do and you just can, oh, one more thing, one more thing, I have to stay late. And so many so many people struggle with it. Maybe not everybody, but a lot of people do. I know I do. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I text my husband. Oh yeah, I'll be I'll be home soon. I'm on my way soon. And then I like look at my clock 30 minutes later and it's like I'm still sitting at my desk at work. Especially if you're somebody with a long commute time. That really messes with your whole daily schedule and you kind of don't have a life outside of work anymore. So I think it's really important to set these boundaries with yourself, with your employer, with your personal life to really know when does the workday end for me? And there are some pretty good reasons why you should have a hard stop on your workday and really take a break and go back to your personal life. There are some health reasons and some performance reasons, which we're going to talk about. So going into the health side, in an article from Inc.com, they referenced in Australian study. So this Australian study from the University of Melbourne found that people over 40 who work 40 hours per week we're at risk for physical and psychological stress that could potentially cause cognitive damage. So this is as you're getting older and working over that 40 hours. Numerous studies by Mariana Vertinen of the Finnish Institute of Occupational Health and her colleagues, as well as other studies, have found that overwork and the resulting stress can lead to all sorts of health problems, including impaired sleep, depression, heavy drinking even, diabetes, impaired memory, and heart disease. And heart disease actually comes up a lot, the European Society of Cardiology, in a well-known study following over 10,000 civil servants in London, found that overtime work is bad for the heart. People who worked three or more hours longer than a seven-hour day had a 60% higher risk of heart-related problems, such as, quote, death due to heart disease, non-fatal heart attacks, and angina. So I'm hoping this is get the gears turning. I know that there's a study for everything and a lot of studies do contradict each other, but I'm just trying to let you know that there have been sightings and findings that staying late and putting that extra pressure on yourself can really impact your health. And from Ladders.com, they referenced that researchers at Cornell University found that 10% of employees working more than 50 hours a week had serious issues at home so kind of leaning into that is this impacting my personal life as well and that they found that that percentage rose to 30 percent when they worked more than 60 hours per week and working late had a negative effect on the emotional emotional well-being of 50 percent of workers and the physical well-being of 54 percent of them so That's about in that half range, a little bit more than half range, which if you think about it, if you're working late, you're missing that time with family, with friends, or things maybe you committed to outside of work and going on the physical well-being, maybe you don't have time to exercise, go on a walk, go to the gym, go do your physical activity for the day. So it's not super surprising that findings have seen this and these researchers at Cornell really saw this. And again, like I said, there's always research, sometimes it's conflicting, but these findings really are seeing an impact here. And just a side note, in the show notes, I will be linking to all of these so you can research them yourself. And I do not take credit for these. These are just things that I have found and thought were interesting. Just thinking about how I feel after staying extra late at work, sometimes you don't feel that accomplished feeling. You honestly, my legs kind of ache because I was sitting for so long and I wasn't standing. And You kind of feel unaccomplished just because you know that there's so much more to do. And that's kind of the point. There's always going to be a tomorrow to finish the things that didn't get done today. And yes, there are going to be high priority things with deadlines that you will need to finish. Maybe you stay late a little before. Maybe there's an event after work. So I'm not saying there's never a time to stay late, but I do want you to kind of think about that balance. I think that's what this whole episode is about here balance. Finding that balance in what works for you personally. And along with that, let's dive into the performance side. So Harvard Business Review and a study of consultants by Aaron Reed, a professor at Boston University's Questrom School of Business, said managers could not tell the difference between employees who actually worked 80 hours a week and those who just pretended to, while managers did penalize employees who were transparent about working less. Reed was not able to find any evidence that those employees actually accomplished less or any sign that the overworked overworking employees accomplished more. Just sit with that for a second. I think that that is sometimes a lot of our problem when we're staying too late at work is, oh, I just need to get more done, be more productive, but more time does not equal more productivity always. Yes, maybe in certain circumstances it could, but I thought this study was super interesting because these managers couldn't tell a difference. So sometimes it's kind of like, who are you trying to impress here? Especially if the quality of work is not good because our brains can only do so much and handle so much work a day. If you're staying an extra two hours at work, is that work really even your best work? Just something to think about. And even The Atlantic reported that while writing his autobiography, Henry Ford brought the work week for his employees down to 40 hours after 48 after he realized they were making too many errors. Just something to think about. The more you work may not equal the more productive and the more high performing you are. And personally, I that's why I really love things like the Pomodoro method that we talked about in a previous episode with Alyssa Coleman and she talked about how you're doing like that hardcore work for twenty minutes and then taking that five minute break and kind of bouncing back because we do need a brain break. I I personally I need a brain break every once in a while. Too much work for so much time can really fizzle and sizzle the brain. So I thought that was pretty interesting that he ended up cutting the work week and saw like, because there were just too many errors when people were working extra long hours outside of that 40 hours a week. So unless there's a reason, like I said, there may be circumstances where you're working outside of your traditional work hours. And I do know that everyone listening to this may not even be a traditional nine to fiver. We all have different work schedules. I do want to make a note that whatever your work schedule looks like, if you're working extra outside of it, take kind of a reality check. Like, why am I doing this? Is it for like to show my boss I'm dedicated? Is it because I'm not getting enough done during the work day? And really reflect on that because if you're not getting done, enough done during the workday, that may be a productivity issue or some sort of focus issue during the day because you should be able to get stuff done during the day. Like something might be off there. And then kind of going back to that manager thing, are the people around you who you're trying to impress even noticing this? Or maybe there really is a good reason you're staying late. I'm not saying there never is. There's events we have to attend or a special project that requires extra time or somebody didn't come to work today and you're covering for them. There really are going to be times where you have to. But I do want you to keep in mind, is this a habit or is this just a special circumstance? And I just want you to know that You can totally make your impact at work during your work schedule and you can go home at the end of the day when your time is up and you can feel guilt free because that is all you've agreed to and you shouldn't have to be working extra tons of hours outside of work because your performance may not even be the best performance when you're outside of your allotted time and it could eventually stress you out to hurt you and harm your health. And again, these are all personal situations, but I just want you to start thinking about what works for you. What does that balance look like for you? And are you treating yourself with respect and dignity? (laughs) And we all need that balance in staying late just for show or for someone else, or staying late just because you feel like you have to that pressure it really doesn't serve anyone make an impact during the day while people are are there while you're supposed to be there make that impact there and I really believe that quality over quantity those extra hours sitting there maybe not at your most productive because your brain is tired who's that really serving you're probably not doing your best work and it's kind of damaging other parts of your life because as we, as I said, we're trying to find balance. So I hope today gets you thinking about that. What does this balance look like for you? This is a very personal situation, but a lot of research has been done on it that staying those extra hours may not be as beneficial as we sometimes think or feel. So I hope you can find your balance and I hope this was a good starting point for you today because that's all it's supposed to be, the jumping off point to get you thinking about what will work for you. And... As my Friday favorite, at the end of every episode, I end with a Friday favorite. Today's Friday favorite is Red by Taylor Swift. If you are a Swifty, you know that this is a big week for the Taylor Swift community, re-releasing Red, and just shout out to Taylor Swift for even doing this. Like, so awesome that she wants to own her own work, so she's re-recording her albums. You go, girl. And we are so excited for the 10-minute All Too Well. So that is what I will be doing this weekend. I hope you have a wonderful workday, and I hope you have a peaceful weekend. Thanks for listening to Working Girl Talk. I will talk to you next week.